I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. So, dear listener, I'm sitting overlooking the ocean facing east. It's about 6 p.m., and the sun is setting behind me to the west, and before me is the vast ocean rolling with a kind of energy, and the sky is a beautiful light blue in this evening time. And you may hear the wind, you may hear the water rushing below me, the waves rolling in with this kind of frothy white effervescence. It's quite windy, so hopefully that won't be disturbing, but I found this little nook, and I hope this will be a good place for me to make this podcast. So I wanted to share something with you that happened while I was here yesterday, and it's become more frequent for me to come here to overlook the ocean, to look out over the ocean, and to talk to my dad, my dear dad, who passed just a few few months ago. Yesterday I was asking what he wanted to share with me. It was kind of an open question. (laughs) What is it that you'd want to tell me? Sometimes I feel quite anxious and sometimes I feel afraid. Usually in the mornings I wake up like that. So I came out here and I shared with him my feelings and my thoughts. Just asked for a message. Just asked if there was anything that he wanted to tell me. Now I began to register, I think on a kind of subconscious level, a bird in the background. It was behind me. It was making its bird-like noise. And I didn't really notice it too much at first, but then I began to pay more attention to it. I realized after a few moments that it was a crow. It was the sound of a crow coin. It wasn't a cockatoo. It wasn't a magpie, some of the other very common birds around here. And it began to call louder. So I did take notice that it was there. And suddenly it flew out from behind me and alighted on the fence in front of me. And I have to tell you that this was much more than a crow. I think this is what one would call raven. It was so magnificent in its presence. It was beyond any crow that I'd ever seen back home in the United States, and it was glistening in the sun, and around its neck was this ruff of iridescent black feathers, and it was standing there on the fence just a few feet in front of me, and it began to caw and caw like it was trying to say something to me. Now, when I had sat down just before, There was an eastern sea dragon a short distance in front of me. It had come out from the shrubs when it noticed me there on the bench. An eastern sea dragon is a kind of lizard, and they're protected here. They're quite extraordinary looking. They can grow up to be a foot or a foot and a half long. So I see them around quite a bit, but when I'm sitting overlooking the ocean, they'll sometimes come out because, unfortunately people feed them. And when people feed the wildlife, what tends to happen is that the wildlife becomes dependent 
on those handouts. And I was actually, I pulled out a plum for breakfast and I was sort of nibbling on my plum and it saw that they can become a little bit aggressive and feisty and kind of come up towards you and say, you know, I want my piece of plum. (laughs) So this little eastern sea dragon lizard was standing several feet from me in a prickly shrub and it was looking at me intently as I ate my plum. Then this crow had alighted on the fence. All of this is what was happening as I was praying to my dad. And and then all of a sudden, something strange happened. The crow saw the eastern sea dragon, saw the lizard, and it hopped down. And I was watching this quite intently because I was trying to figure out what the raven's motives were for approaching the lizard. And... The crow hopped around the lizard here and there, and then it hopped onto the prickly shrub where the eastern sea dragon was standing, and I thought, that's strange. I I couldn't figure out why it was doing this. And then I thought, gosh, I mean, that prickly shrub must sort of hurt the crow's feet. I mean, it was really prickly, and... I think the lizards around here are inured to the prickly shrubs. They have quite toughened skin, but it just, this might have been a little bit hurtful to the ravens, the crow's feet. So anyway, the crow hopped onto the shrub close to the eastern sea dragon, the lizard. And then in one gesture, it just shooed the eastern sea dragon away. It just moved towards it abruptly and the lizard scampered off. And then I thought, wow, is that because the crow wants to sort of sit there and maybe look out? And, you know, I really didn't know. And as I was paying attention to this, it was a very strange and interesting feeling, very uncanny feeling, because it seemed that there was something very deliberate in that raven's action to compel that eastern sea dragon to leave. And indeed, that eastern sea dragon caused me a little concern. I was not fully present when it was there because I just felt like I had to keep an eye on it to make sure that it wouldn't run up to me and try and try and get my the bit of plum that I, it probably felt it really wanted. So after that, I realized I felt quite relaxed and suddenly all of my senses were focused and I didn't have any distractions. And in that feeling, I thought, this is very interesting. It was as if that crow had a deliberate desire to make that lizard leave for my sake. That was what came to me. You know, it's very hard to find the words for this kind of thing. I find it very challenging to be able to describe to you what it was that occurred. But it was as if there was a kind of other dimension present as that crow was interacting with that lizard and that sea dragon, you know, as it was compelling that lizard to move off, there was a kind of presence there. It was like a presence around that crow. And the whole thing, I felt like I was a part of some uncanny kind of unfolding of something. And after the crow flew off, I sat there more and thought of my dad. And then the words came to me, you see... That was a sign. That was a sign of my care. That was what came to me. 
from my dad. I'm the sign of my father's love for me in this extraordinary, uncanny way. Because this crow had come in just as I was praying to my dad. And it was cawing and it caught my attention and caw, caw, this very distinct cry that it had. And then it hopped down and made my space free. And I no longer felt in any way slightly uneasy. I no longer felt that. So that raven was my dad. It was somehow his spirit coming to me, his intention, his care, his love. And then as I was sitting, as I was asking my dad for what message he wanted to give me, he said, my dear, dear Jesse, my dearest daughter, you see, I will always be with you. I will always be with you. I was thinking, oh my gosh, real care can come to us from those who are there who may not be any longer embodied in the sense that we are used to, yet their care is very real. So that is what happened. And that magnificent raven with its ruff of black, iridescent feathers coming in that was the sign because after that I felt safe and then I could sit there unperturbed undistracted just at ease peaceful relaxed relaxed and know that my dad's with me and when he said I will be with you always I feel it palpably it's real It's really real.